Check at your local tyre power. Mourn Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Good morning to you at one minute past eight, or one minute past eight on this Thursday, the 19th of October. Year is going so fast, Mark Bickley. Our text of the day today will get a Signet Boost Power Bank. It will keep your phone tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. So if you want to send us a text, 0427-154-166. It's been a big show today. Yeah, it has indeed. And uh, we're just about to speak with Jason Cripps and talk about his busy couple of weeks where uh, he's been negotiating frantically to make sure they get this deal done, which has been a great job when you consider they didn't have a whole lot of draft capital Mm. and they've been able to bring four players in, four players, or three certainly that were targeted before the trade period and Ivan Solder, who most likely arrived during the period. Uh, Let's go right now to the list manager of the Port Adelaide Football Club. Jason Cripps, good morning to you, Jason. It's all done and dusted with a lot of new faces making their way to Alberton. Yes, good morning, guys. Uh, Yeah, look, it was a... uh pretty big couple of weeks, but uh, we were able to achieve what we set out to do and bring the four players in that we targeted. Yeah, look, a great result. Uh, like I said, you targeted those players, you are able to get them all done with not a lot of resources, we must say. And I think the last couple of years we've, we've been scratching our head, wondering how you're going to get it done, and you've been able to find a way both times. Can you just explain, like for, for the layman like us that watch from the outside, the, the negotiations, both the Essendon and the Geelong one seemed to, to drag on and, and yet the thing that got him over the line seemed insignificant to a lot of us on the outside. Were those late draft picks going both ways? Were they important in the scheme of things? Uh, yes, look, sometimes they can be. Um, often those later picks, uh, you know, in the end facilitate those deals. Mm. You know, a little bit of an insight, obviously. The, the discussions prior to that, you're obviously trying to um, look for, for better options. Um, and, and for us, we're looking to improve some draft capital. You know, going back to the start, we split our future first. That was our first objective. We, we knew we had to improve our draft capital for this period. Once we're able to do that on the first day, we're really confident that we'll be able to facilitate those deals. Uh, and, and in the end, you know, some of those later picks, every, every club's got different objectives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether you've got father-sons, uh, potentially, or the academy players, or you might want to be having multiple picks late. And it also depends how you value the draft and, and you know, how much depth's in the draft and positional types. Uh, so every club's got their own reasons and objectives as to what they're trying to achieve. Mm. One of our listeners, you mentioned Father Sons, just asked about Rome Burgoyne and, and where you're expecting him to go next year. And is he of the quality that he could be first round? And, and that sort of mitigates the fact that you traded out your first round for next year? Oh look, it's 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 way too early yeah. to draw any conclusions on, on on those guys. Look, Rome obviously is a talented is a talented player. He's, he's had some injury battles this year and and didn't play a lot. Um, like all young players, he, there's some significant upside in his game, and there's some areas that that he needs to improve. But uh, yeah, he's certainly part of our our father son academy, as, along with Louis Montgomery. So. You know, they're two players next year that we're hoping can uh, continue to improve and, and develop, and we'll just see how that, that unfolds over the next 12 months. Jason, can you give us a little bit of an insight into the last 24 hours? Because externally, a lot of us were just waiting for the final deal to get done. It went down to the final few seconds. Is a lot of that just theatre, or that was a reality that the club was facing too, being unsure whether it actually would get done before the deadline? 
I oh, know it, it was certainly real, especially with, with Essendon. Uh, you know, obviously, Xavier Dersma was, was a contracted player and, and Brandon Zerk Thatcher wasn't. Uh, so there'd, but there'd been a lot of discussions prior to that and obviously clubs going with, you know, expectations on what they're, you know, in terms of how they value, you know, especially when players are involved, um, it can become somewhat subjective on how you value a player and then there's obviously the, the data and the analytics behind it that plays a role. Uh, so, yeah, there, there was numerous discussions and we, we just felt that, uh, you know, Xavier required more than just a straight swap. I mean, Essendon were adamant right up till probably 20 minutes um, prior to the, the deadline that wow. it was still going to be a straight swap. So uh, that's why that's why we just had to hold our ground. Um, and in the end, we're pleased we're, we're able to obtain further draft capital, which we think will be able to help us, especially for next year. As you, as you mentioned, with a potential couple of father-sons, just the more draft capital you have at your disposal, it just gives you gives you some leverage and some options going forward. I had a question about the draft capital, and, and pardon my ignorance, because I looked at the graphic last night of all the draft picks that all the clubs have in Port Adelaide to have picks 73, and that's it. Is it an AFL rule that you actually have to have at least one pick in the draft, or this was by choice of the, the club to have someone? Yeah, there's a couple of components. That. So to answer your question around the changes to your list, you have to make three changes. But within those three changes, you can actually upgrade rookies. So for an example, for us, we can we could upgrade Jed McEntee this year, and that's one of those one of those three. So you can upgrade a rookie, two selections, or you can actually have no selections in draft and upgrade three rookies. Mm. So we've we've got some flexibility, uh, which which we'll we'll work through. In terms of this draft, our, our recruiting team. You know, do a fantastic job, and, and we we spend a lot of time, and all clubs would, analysing not just this year's draft but future drafts. And we identified this particular draft. We we thought it did fall away a little bit. Um, you know, the, the top six or eight, uh, we think are elite players, and and thankfully, <laughs> with where we finished on the ladder, we're not in that conversation. Um, and and the other factor is, at the moment, we're faced with compromised drafts. You know, the Northern Academies are. are done a fantastic job and they're creating a lot of a lot of talent so when you've got those players that are coming through from the academies it, it, it compromises the draft it dilutes picks picks push back um, and you don't get access to those academy players or their father sons or their NGA so we're quite strategic in in how we approach drafts that's our philosophy we try to target drafts and what we think next year's draft where we're quite optimistic about that so that's a draft that we would like to get into next year and, and we'll look at ways of doing that in 12 months' time. But we're quite comfortable to trade out of this draft for players that we thought could fill some positional gaps on our list. Um, obviously, the key defensive stocks, stocks and the and the rucks were a priority for us. And both the Sovereigns, Zerk Thatcher, both turned 25, just turned 25, which fits our list profile. And, and Soldo and um, Sweet uh, obviously provide the, the ruck depth for us. Clearly, once again, you you saw that as a need last year it was it was costly for you late in the season. So it's not just a matter of bringing one ruckman in. You you felt like you needed two, I guess, more durable and and solid ruckman. And I guess a lot of that comes from Ken Hinckley and and the discussions you guys have around what what the list needs. Oh, absolutely. You know, with and obviously Chris Davies, Ken Hinckley, myself. Uh, spent a lot of time uh, having those discussions, and I, 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 you know, and specifically to the rucks, Van Soldo's 204 centimetre sweets 206. So that was something we wanted to bring in some 
some bigger bodies uh, who are quite competitive, quite aggressive. I mean, it's pretty obvious our strength and our, and our weapon is that midfield group, you know, obviously led by Rosie Butters, Horn, Francis, who are, who are still really young mm-hmm. in early stages of their career and got enormous growth and upside. So we, we really wanted to make sure that we're giving them the best opportunity to be the best that they could be and continue to grow their game. And, you know, up the other end, you know, the, the Zerk Thatcher and, and, and Radicaleers, you know, expectations for us is that they can just come in and play a role um, and hopefully make Alir a better again. You know, we'd like Alir to become that intercepting All-Australian defender that he was two years ago. Um, so, yeah, Asava and, and, and Zerk Thatcher hopefully give Ken and the coaches further flexibility and, and hopefully that helps Alir and makes him better also. Jason, thanks for your time this morning. Really comprehensive and we uh, appreciate you having a chat with us. Thanks, guys. List manager of the Port Adelaide Football Club, Jason Cripps, joining us. Power fans, what do you think? 0427154166. Bix will come back and dissect a bit of the stuff that Jason said. There was one thing that just caught my ear when he mentioned it. I'm going to talk about that after the break. Can you hear that siren? Yeah. They're coming to get you. Finally, it's about time. The Bricky Brownlow next. <laughs>